Hello and welcome to the Developing Dads podcast. I'm your host Gordon and alongside my brother Neil, we're going to explore life as two young dads trying to figure this whole parenting thing out. Join us every Monday, we will aim to share our thoughts on how we raise our families, invest our time and explore anything and everything that interests us. Welcome to episode number 94 of the Developing Dads podcast. Just sorting my camera out if you're watching on YouTube. Hope everyone is great. It's been over two weeks since we've sat down and had a podcast. I bailed last minute a few weeks ago. Um, and now we're here on a Friday Friday evening um, discussing all things random dad chat. Neil, we like in twenty twenty four we need to get you on some like introduction lessons. <laughs> so always just the lamest introductions going. I'm alright with that. It's like the least it's like the least excited that you you ever get. It's just when you do a developing dad's introduction. I also don't know what Neil's doing. Neil's decided that I said, Neil, you're ready to start and Neil's fiddle around like a two year old with his penis. <laughs> I don't know why you want to put that in your head, Gordon. I, I also, I, I just have to say this, and uh, I hope Laura's either listening downstairs or she's listening up here, but you know when your wife uses your stuff? <laughs> yes. Right. And loses it. Either loses it or changes it, right? You know, a bit like your car radio or, you know, settings on something. Well, Laura's Laura's using my chair. <laughs> and it doesn't recline and i'm just bolt upright and now i'm in the middle of a podcast you know what can i say anyway you'll carry on carry on with your dull introduction that's it we need to get get right into it like we always do um we start the podcast off i mean i think this will be the whole whole podcast of checking in on each other what we've been up to i, I bet you can kind of guess what gordon's been saying work 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 i've, I've had a few few interesting weeks anyway Mr. Greenhorn, what have you been up to apart from work? Work? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, I look at my diary and I'm like, I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, swimming lessons with Olivia keep getting cancelled, so I don't go on those. Um, oh, she, yeah, she got ill, which was good. And not like sniffles and cough ill, but how about I uh, either throw up in the middle of the night Oh, lovely! One of those, or or defecate so badly that it comes up to your neck. <laughs> Thankfully, the latter was when she was staying at grandma's, when she was staying at nana's and uh, gramps. So they had to they apparently um, because we had some sickness, uh, whatever. Apparently, uh, Denise went upstairs just just double check right, open the door. And there was this kind of like, it was smell. Right? It was <laughs> a bad smell. And then she wondered, you know, maybe she'd been sick again, had a little look. And she just noticed that basically she just pooped all, like, <laughs> it's still asleep, all the way up to her neck. So they used an entire packet of uh, wet wipes. So any dads that have been out there probably uh, can sympathize with that. But thankfully, well, maybe not thankfully, but anyway, uh, it was the in-laws had to deal with that. Um, did, the, did the sickness bug get passed on to you guys? It didn't to me. I survived it. I've got a bit of a cold now. We've now got a cold getting passed around. But Laura definitely has had uh, liquid come out of both ends. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. So Rough. 
she she took a she took a severe brunt of uh, of uh, Olivia's uh, sickness thing. No idea where it came from. You know these kind of we 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 definitely need to do some sort of like Wuhan level investigation on what the source of all of these uh, illnesses and sicknesses are because they're they're absolutely brutal. Um, uh, illness in the family. Yeah, I I've gone to the gym three times since the last book, Daniel. Wow, Jesus. I've been is three that, runs that, and I've gone year? to the gym three times. <laughs> Could be that for the year. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I started running. I started running again. I'm going to get new running sh- trainers because you know when they just don't feel as like s- soft. Yeah, and yeah. you feel like you're literally just like head butting your feet are basically they're just head butting the pavement. So I think I need to uh, invest in some new running trainers. You might be able to consult me on that. I mean. What less than 150 quid? What would you buy? Um, on have actually released, so I've kind of gone on. And yes, off. that's what I was going to get on and off. On, um, my my ones wore out after like 150 miles, and my Nike seemed to last me 500 miles, so that was a bit frustrating. But they've, that's good for the Scottish people, isn't it? <laughs> they've released, I would uh, run 500 miles, <laughs> yeah. They would, um, but they've released new designs and new soles, so I think I might go back to them. Um, and rocks don't get stuck in the new ones anymore. So I don't know if you ever found with your ons like there's there's grooves in between the soles. Rocks got stuck. You know, in them. I'm 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 more concerned that I might be having a mild heart attack than <laughs> whether or not there's rocks in my shoes. Um, so yeah, I, I'd I'd recommend the new ones. Yeah, they've got some some new cloud thing or something. They're a bit thicker, specific yeah. running shoes. They got kind of like a tilt thing on it, and they're about I think one forty, which you know. It's mad to think that I'm thinking about buying, like, remember back in the day, we'd buy trainers, it'd be less than, you know, 70 quid, 50 quid even. Yeah, and then go, and now, go back further, yeah. go to the Mart and get <laughs> second know, hand. The, the minimums now are like, you know, over 100 quid. Anyway, so, yeah, I ran, I've done three 5Ks. Um, it's fine. What's the motivation? Where, you, right. where have you got the motivation? Because you've been off it for a few months. Just because I need to, do you need to exercise, Neil? <laughs> Responsibility? Yeah, yeah. Like... You know, because um, I like exercise. Like I like exercise. It's not. It's not like I don't like it. It's just that you get out of the habit, and you you have to like just reframe your brain and get back into it. So, yeah, three five k's at a sort of a high twenty six, a low twenty six, and then a high twenty five. So it's kind of a good maintenance. I actually think no. Here, here actually, here was actually the motivation, right? This is quite terrifying. By the way. If anyone's listening who's smarter than me and reads things better than me, fine. This is just, I saw this on Instagram. Okay? So first of all, it's probably bullshit, but either way, it scared me into exercising. Okay? If you have a VO2 max at a level that you can maintain 30-minute, 5-kilometer runs, what do you think that looks like when you're 75? Oh. Wow. Good. No. Jeez, Jesus! So, with a prediction, if you're able to maintain a, roughly a five-kilometer, uh, thirty-minute, f- thirty-minute, five-kilometer thing, if, for example, you sort of stop doing it or it sort of declines somewhat, your VO two max will decline with age. It does. So it means that by the time you're about seventy-five, you'll be out of breath walking upstairs. Jesus, that's really fascinating. I wonder how they. Yeah, I wonder what kind of study. But it's just decline, right? So yeah. you hold like a VO2 max of, 
I don't know, 50 maybe at high end, 60 at high, it's very high end. And it'll decline roughly by, about, I think, about 10 or 20% every decade. Yeah. So it's pretty significant. Mad. So I was like, I think I'd rather not be out of breath walking upstairs when I'm 75. So what do I need to do? <laughs> well, probably go for a run and go to the gym. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess that's a talk, talking talking point for the uh, for my, my pod. So yeah, I did a run, 5Ks. I worked out a routine of which I can do it. It's easy because it takes me 25 minutes, half an hour, right, to get ready and do it, which is pretty quick. Uh, there's a pure gym that's down the road. Uh, I'd rather, I just don't want to pay a lot of money for a gym, you know. However, what happens is when you don't want to pay for a lot of stuff, lots of other people don't want to pay high, high amounts of money for stuff. <laughs> and they're idiots. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. That's, that's quite strong, you know. I mean, put it this way. I have been going to the gym since I was 15. Okay, I'm a 36-year-old man now. Do the math on that, okay? Good quarter of my life has been spent exercising. If not, or more than my current life, my life expectancy. So a good, you know, I've, I've been training as, almost as much as I've been on the planet pretty much. Well, certainly, certainly 75% of it, right? And the gym hasn't changed a bit. People that go to the gym have not changed an iota. <laughs> Right, the proliferation of fitness industry, personal training, uh, Instagram, social media, yada yada. It's done absolutely jack shit for the fitness industry. Nothing. Like genuinely, there's the, you, I can walk into the gym and not one person is performing an exercise at least close to what should be acceptable. Wow. It's it's shocking. Yeah, you you think with the the level of information out there, YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff now. Know, be a better form. It's, it, it's utterly bonkers. Like I, I would have at least thought it would have got you know somewhat better in the space of twenty one years. No, it hasn't. It, it, it absolutely hasn't. Uh, it's probably got worse actually because <laughs> now I'm going to sound like a an absolute misogynistic wanker, but it's good to see women at, uh, weight training. Okay, it's a good thing to happen because it's good for their bones. It's good for their life. Their Generally speaking, the health of the mother correlates to the health of children. However, when they don't put away their weights, and their weights are usually like hip thrusts or Smith Machine step-up box jobbies, which take up a hell of a amount of space if you don't you can put them away, or they take half an hour to use one piece of equipment, it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> But then you got, but then also you've got blokes now, right? Because the Instagram thing may have influenced some people. Okay, so we've got girls in, girls doing hip thrusts, not putting their weight away, step ups and whatnot. You've got guys, you know those, <clears throat> you know those people that are doing like stupid chin up routine things where they clap behind their back ten times and then spin round and then catch the bar and do a chin up and then <laughs> yeah cycle and you know in the air. You've got about ten of them going around. <laughs> That's and definitely like changed. Some of them, that's definitely the Instagram. And some of them might pile up like a box jump thing, the size of a set of wardrobes, and then try and jump on it. And you're like, I, I just, I just like to use the cable machine. Can you move, please? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do some bicep curls. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's kind of, it's kind of weird, and it's also, it's also hard because I was in such a privilege where, for the best part of those sort of twenty years or something, I was in a private gym, right, where I could just train on my own and get the equipment when I want it, and not have to wait for anything so now now i've got to like time the distance between my leg extension and my seated row 
in case notes or, or ask someone how many sets they've got and then be that person who just stands there staring at them. Do you ever say, oh, can I work in with you? <laughs> I'd rather not, Neil, because some people are just it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Sweaty, hairy, not, no, no thank you. Um, and it's also, it's also fascinating, the kind of psychology. And I was definitely one of those people. But the exercise selection is based on what it looks like in the mirror ra- rather than necessarily what it actually is doing to you. Yeah. You know, like the high cable, like like fly exercise where they're like, you know, it's, like, it's funny. It's it's a very odd thing. Um, So yeah, Jim, what else have been doing? So my mate Ben, he, he was back from New York, so it's good to catch up with him. Say hello. Um, Just see how he's getting on. He's doing fine. He's just kind of doing his fitness thing, which is, is nice. Is he back over here or is he going back to love? Uh, New York? He was just here. One of his mates trains Madonna. Wow. Like you do. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's when you say words like I train Madonna, it sounds great, but I bet it's a right pain in the ass. <laughs> Probably the worst client you could possibly have. You yeah. I mean, like the lay public will be like, oh, wow, you train Madonna. What's that like? I don't know. She's 60 uh, <laughs> and a British woman. <laughs> um, And then basically that's kind of been it. We had a carpet fitter person round, so we're getting new carpets done for the hallway and the upstairs. So you'll see them when you come down for... Uh, for uh, Christmas, where your kids will be basically wrapped in uh, cling film because they won't be allowed to touch anything. Uh, I had a shoot today, got that done, onboarded the past two weeks with a new client, so that's been really, really hectic, just trying to get him all the systems and stuff. The thing I've been struggling with that a little bit, I guess, is you want to demonstrate an ROI, but you're doing all the back-end stuff. So <laughs> yeah. it makes it a bit more challenging where you're trying to like get the systems organized. You know, you're project management, Neil. You, yeah. You've got to make sure that you've got all the briefs written. You've got to make sure it's all organized, onboarded. Everyone understands what they're doing. We go through iterations of different types of creative that we want to make. Do you understand? Yes. Then they send you something they don't understand. They haven't done what you've asked them to do. Then you've got to re- repeat exactly what you need. Yada, yada. So that's, that's good, but it's hard. And that's kind of it, really. To be honest, oh, I've got a busy weekend, right? Busy weekend, two roasts in two days. Wow, what's that? What's the occasions? So one I'd booked in for eight ages ago, and then Laura decided to book one in on Sunday. <laughs> but it's effectively um, as a friend of mine. He's, he's become a friend, yeah. So we Laura did a trial. So Laura started training at the gym, this T two fit thing, right? And maybe we'll, we'll go down for a workout when you're when you're in town, Neil. Um, basically she loves it it's a semi small group personal training thing it's fantastic by the way like I think anybody who doesn't want to go to like a pure gym who doesn't want to get a personal trainer but wants kind of like a an in-person high-end training thing T2 Fit close, all closed in it's absolutely fantastic anyway it uh, I got a 30 day free trial through Laura like last year I think and I gave it a go it was really good fun and I got to know the owner and he was kind of he was interested in YouTube and developing all that side of things. So I just kind of like, I just negotiated something with him. Just said, look, what about a membership with for Laura? And then I'll do some consulting for you for YouTube and social media and all this kind of stuff. So he's pretty ambitious. His gym's doing really well. He's opening a second one soon. Wow. It's great. And uh, just invited him over because he, he's always fascinated about my big green egg as well. So he's like, you know, I'd really love, I'd, I'd love a big green egg. And I was like, look, why don't you come over? We'll, I'll do a roast. Bring the, he's got a little one. Um, he's got his girlfriend and uh, I was like alright I'll do something for you so we're doing a um, beef short rib I've not done that for you have I so it's a beef short rib where um, 
Do you know what beef short rib is? No. So it's a fat. It's like ribs, but on steroids, right? So what I do is I uh, stick it in a juniper berry, thyme, uh, rosemary, salt, uh, black peppercorns, mace, brine for twelve hours. So it kind of juices up the meat. Then it goes has a rub, a dry rub, for two hours, and then it cooks for about five hours. And then you put it into a butter and whiskey parcel and you cook it for another like three hours. And then you make a barbecue sauce, which I I do do myself, make a barbecue sauce. And then you put some barbecue sauce on, then you do it again for another like half hour, hour at high temperature. Then you let it rest. And it's, it's like Laura said, it's the best thing that I've done on a big green egg. That's like like 24 hours. Oh yeah, it's a good, yeah, yeah. It's good 20, 20 odd hours. Because we we did one, didn't we? We did a, Born in brisket thing, didn't we? When you came down, yeah, it was with David. Was there, I think. Yes, and Aiden. Yeah, and Aiden. Yeah, so was, that was a twenty-hour brisket, which was um, that was a bone-in brisket. That was really that was really nice, though. That was really really good. So it's a bit like that, but yeah, you'll have to you'll have to choose something when you come down for Christmas. Yeah, and you can choose a meat, and I'll do it. I can do a beef welly. I could do a brisket. I could do a uh, beef short rib. Do anything you want. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll get planning. And then I got a roast on Sunday. Have you ever had a billionaire chicken? <laughs> no. Oh, you got right. Just re- look up, look online. Type in billionaire chicken. It's just a roast chicken, but you make it with like uh, lemon and uh, creme fraiche, sort of kind of coating on the outside, and then you obviously you roast it, uh, and it's absolutely delicious. Wow, it gets really, really good. So um, doing that on the big green egg as well, and gearing up for Halloween, I guess. Which are you going to do Halloween parties with? No, 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 not interested yet. We'll see. Our, our costumes, our I said the kids' costumes arrive tomorrow, Saturday. All right, boys, are you not making them for them? <laughs> no, no, not that, not that creative. So we've gone well. The boys wanted Lewis is going to be uh, Super Mario, um, Ben is Sonic, and Isla is Princess Peach. And I'm assuming that because you're a misogynistic father, you've told her that she has to be a Princess Peach. <laughs> no, she, she chose it. No. Fully selected by herself. That's a good deal. Yeah. I look yeah. forward to the pitchforks and the judgment for you dressing up your daughter in what she wants. <laughs> and then I think that's it, Neil. I can't think of anything else that I've been up to. Um, wow, what an exciting three weeks. Got a bit ill, I guess. Um, Going to go for a run tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's kind of it really, Neil, to be honest. Like, gonna get back on the park park run. Oh, it's getting a bit shit weather outside, isn't it? It is. Like, we're, we've got another storm. Well, you, you're getting absolute, you're getting absolutely bummed up there. Yeah. Down here, we're fine. It's like 17 degrees. I'm, I'm sweating in this jumper. Lovely. Um, and then we're just kind of geared up, I guess, for like Dubai because we've got our holiday in maybe how long? One, two, three, four, five, five weeks. We're off to Dubai. So that's it. Oh, and Laura got a tax rebate again, which is very nice. Don't know why she keeps getting these massive tax rebates. <laughs> it's it's fun. Anyway, Neil, um, you want to tell us all about? Are you going to be a bit more excited about telling us what you've been up to for the past few weeks? I hope. I'll try. Um, Great. I'm excited. Tell me. <laughs> in the same way, in the same vein, you started off with the sickness thing. Yeah, like our kids have been 
been sick, but not not um, vomiting, just runny noses, coughs all night, that kind of thing. So yeah, I'm kind of bearing the brunt of it just now. Um, the kids have been off for two weeks. So one of the reasons that I cancelled the podcast last minute was because it was just, I was I was done. I was drained, couldn't be worth chatting to anyone. Um, so yeah, kids are off for October holidays. We have been a week in Sky with friends. So friends of ours came up with us with their kids. That was great, but just a bit, a bit chaos. So they've got two kids, similar ages, but also a younger one. She's a nutter and he might listen to the podcast, but he'll, um, he'll expect me to say that. And he also sympathizes to that. So yeah, just trying to keep four kids entertained with rain or five kids entertained with rain, sleet, wind in skies. Pretty tough, but. I thought the weather we looked good. Or are you just doing you just doing the Instagram? Uh, no, the weather the yeah. weather looked. The, 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 we we had light. We had kind of blue sky moments, um, but other times it was raining and gusts. And we were we were sleeping in the caravan again, which in a stormy stormy night is um, is fun. Uh, what else happened? Went on a work night out. Got some sad news at work actually. So Craig um, is leave or has left. He gave gave us five five four days notice. Um, I think I got that news when we were meant to record a podcast, and that's another reason I just couldn't be arsed with it. So he's moving on to Pasture's new um, bit of a short notice thing. He was CEO, and so I think there is change coming um, in terms of who will start leading my my side of the business now in the product side. So trying to figure all that out, and I've taken this week off work, so I've kind of been not part of it. But yeah, we'll see how that pans out. So Neil's going to become the next CEO of Shark Tower, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'd want to be a CEO yet. I, um, I quite like, still, I like my four-day weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, what else? Rebecca's in Copenhagen. She's in Copenhagen for five days. Imagine that. Get, let, let your Selfish. Wife. I know. Outrageous. That's, all, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous, Neil. You know, what kind of, what kind of society are you living in? Right, your an, daughter's an equal one. Daughter, get, <laughs> your daughter's choosing her Halloween outfit, and you've got your wife out in Copenhagen. I know. What's she doing in Copenhagen? Um, her sister-in-law to be is Hindu, as well as seeing oh. her niece. And um, you're not getting invite. Her brother, I, I didn't. No, I've got the brother-in-law stag do next weekend. So very good. Where's that? Looking forward to that. Um, heading up to Aviemore. Got a massive house. Twenty-nine guys. Twenty-eight guys. Going. What an absolute gaggle! Um, quad biking, Spade. which would be good. <laughs> quad biking, yeah. you on a quad bike. <laughs> like the last time you were on a four wheeled motor motor vehicle was when <laughs> you were on a stack. My stack, dude, you threw up in your helmet. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm picking up five, six Danish people from the airport. Never really. Experience. Yeah, because you've got you've, you've got the space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got you've basically got a mini van. <laughs> um, I've never experienced the the Danish drinking. I don't know if they're going to be going to be big big drinkers. I find the Danish are kind of a, a mix of like Germans and like Dutch. So they're kind of they're quite uh, like straightforward kind of engineer kind of types. Yeah, but then at the same time, there's a bit kind of like this undertone of a, an oddness. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the Dutch are a bit odd, aren't they? You know, they kind of quite flavoursome. Yeah, um, yeah, like their beer a bit. Um, so yeah, that's that next weekend, and I'm back to work on Monday. So it's been a bit of a bit of a fast fast time off. 
Um, you know, you're. I, I got reminded on Facebook, um, Facebook memories recently, on your podcast, on your uh, your stag do. Oh, oh, the, the the German one or the yeah the October the Oktoberfest one that was wild. Yeah, that was good. I like. I always say to my my friends that I want to go back there. I want to exp- go next year then. Yeah, I want to experience it again. Well, then we'll go back next year. Yeah, let's do it. Get a hotel yeah. this time. Definitely and separate rooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with their own bathroom. Just yeah, own bathroom, separate rooms. Like let's 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 have some level of civility because you were about twelve when we went, weren't you? <laughs> Twenty-two, maybe twenty-three. Yeah, we should do it. We should go to Oktoberfest, and if we book it, if we just book each other, we, we'll book each other flights, and then we'll we'll get a hotel, and then um, we can ask around if anybody wants to join us. But at least the two of us will go. Yeah, I think we should plan plan to do that. That was if anyone's never been to Oktoberfest or never been, you should go. But if you like drinking beer and you like having doing bits and pieces, but it's really fun. Like it's it's ridiculously fun. Everyone's dressed up. Everyone's having a good time. I'd wear everyone's my kilt super again. drunk. My, maybe my real kilt. <laughs> You'd wear your real, real kilt. Maybe or or get a nicer non fancy dress one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, yeah, I'd just like to do it again. I think I'd probably also like to do it not drunk, like one of the days. Because there's all sorts of rides and food yeah, and things. Yeah. But we basically just turned up at eight, nine o'clock in the morning to a tent and just started drinking. That was wild. But it was great fun. I really enjoyed it. It was. Um, same vein as you, though, with the whole exercise thing. I hit 12 weeks of running. So I've been um, doing three... Every day? No, three to four three to four times a week. Um, but just trying to get back into that routine, doing like 5Ks, 10Ks here and there. So I'm feeling pretty, pretty good. Feeling pretty healthy. Um... It's just a nice feeling, isn't it? Like going for a run and then coming home, you're like, like you, 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 you have to a bit of a muster up to go and do it. Yeah. But once you've done it and you come home, the the you you feel good. Yeah, and that lasts like, for a while. I, I don't last for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I feel good. I um. And you find it's a knock on effect with your diet as well. I find anyway. If I if, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> as you sit there drinking a beer. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like it. I think it's good, and I need to continue it because it's just it's a good thing to do. I'm just I'm just a bit I just get a bit worried about like things like pure gym because I honestly, f- my god, you don't look forward to going. Just I, sometimes I don't look forward to going because it's just one of those places where there's just one piece of equipment for each thing. You know. There's enough dumbbells and stuff, but if you want something like a chest press or a seated row or a cable machine or stuff, you're gonna have to like get a knife out and just start like stabbing people. <laughs> and yeah, and just also the kind of etiquette, like, and I know I sound like a, I sound like a grumpy old man, but is it really that hard to put a dumbbell away? Is it really that hard to put a plate on the plate tree? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just leave, just leave it there. Just leave it there. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Someone else will get it. Like you, someone else will tidy up for you. Don't worry about it. Like, it just yeah. You're gonna get yourself in a fight because I can imagine your face when you see someone just leaving their shit. Yeah, yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? So uh, on today's episode of the podcast, Gordon's got a black eye. Why has he got a black eye? I started a fight with a guy in a gym, pure gym, because he didn't. Put his, he's weighed so It's in Croyd. It's it's Parley as well. There's some rough people in Parley. Oh. Um, in the talking about rough people, actually. Have you have you ever you've you've had bad neighbours before, haven't you, in your lifetime? Yeah, yep. 
I so we've got neighbors that are just down not next next door, but it's like kind of next to next door. And they've got outdoor speakers. Bear in mind I live in a terrace house, right? <laughs> and I'm talking I'm talking I so it's the back of the house, right? And I'm in the living room at the front of the house. Okay? I can hear it. It's mad, isn't it? And then and then there's the singing singing sign group thing that Denise, my uh my mother in law goes to with Olivia. And then all all the sort of the collective go to that singing sign and that are some of them are on our street and they're all complaining about it. Oh, it's so noisy, blah blah blah. I'm like, noisy? It's, it was it was mental. And you can't do anything because I think the, the curfew is eleven o'clock, isn't it? But the thing is you can't do anything because it's not if you phone the police, what are they gonna do? Yeah. Nothing. Because it's not cri- it's not criminal. And then you complain. The best thing is, I so I was like, you know, do I complain to the authority, uh, the council? They only operate Monday to Friday, nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Like, yeah. You go around and go, excuse me, you can turn your music down. No. Okay. It's mad. But it, it, it was mad loud, like mad. Um. So yeah, I just wondered if you had any interesting stories. We, um, yeah, we, we we had a few episodes of Bad Neighbours. One of the one of the funny ones we were in Holborn Street in Aberdeen, um, in like a little one bedroom bedsit thing where it was kitchen, living room, and just a bedroom and a bathroom. And above us, it was just all you heard was footsteps twenty four twenty four seven. And I came from work one day, and there was an immigration bus outside my um, outside my door, and you just saw about. I don't know, I didn't count them, but a lot, like 15, 20 people, black people, just walking down the stairs into this immigration bus. <laughs> and wow. The flat above us was also a one bedroom. So they'd obviously just been like trying to sleep, I don't know, on the floor or wherever they could sleep. How, how did you not notice 20 people coming in out of that room? So uh, they must have been leaving, or the, I don't know, they must have been coming and going when I was at work, or they kept very, very, very sly. And then, yeah, we saw this immigration. But bus. if it was really annoying, Neil, did you not just go upstairs and knock on the door and be like, "Excuse me, like, why? How can I hear footsteps?" <laughs> no, so we, we, yeah, we used to we used to complain and they used to say, "Oh, sorry," and the broken English didn't really speak. I got so frustrated one evening, and you're bringing back some memories. Um, I got a a brush, <laughs> like a so yeah, brush you brush the floor with, but the the handle of it, and I was like banging the ceiling at like three in the morning, and. Uh, Here's me, I don't know, 18 years old, making holes in the ceiling. <laughs> it's not my flat. Um, so that was funny. But yeah, that oh. was that was bad. And then we had uh, Crazy Davidson in Care and Cry in, in Aberdeen. Um, he had mental difficulties, but he'd find a, like a floorboard that was creaky or he, he had a fascinating to put his taps on and off just throughout the night so you hear the clunking of the taps how the floorboards going and it was like Chinese torture but I, when we when we had that I remember there was a number you could phone for like antisocial behaviour well, he wasn't being antisocial because he had mental problems um, but we got advice well, from still be antisocial Neil like you <laughs> yeah. can be mental you can have mental problems but you're still antisocial yeah so it wasn't the police but it was some kind of I don't know community Aberdeen council thing and they came out a few times during the night and stuff so I don't know if you, you've got anything like that it's not not quite maybe, but Croydon have gone bust, Neil. So they probably have very limited <laughs> services to do anything. Yeah, um, yeah. I've I've been reasonably lucky with neighbours. I think you know I've I've had a few here and there, but 
which is kind of it's quite, sometimes a quite common of just living in a, a, a living in a terraced block, right? You're going to get people who make more noise than others. Um, and I'm I'm perfectly happy with like some some level of noise, and even up till you know eight nine nine o'clock at night. But this was like, and like he's like like grown men and women. Oh, like they've got kids. God. Yeah, it's not. You good. know, they're like my age. You know, and I, I I don't understand how they can't go. This is quite loud. Maybe we should turn this down because we live in a terraced house. <laughs> is that a council house or no? No, it's fully owned. Yeah, yeah, it's a full full jobby job. Jeez, like you just wonder, like it, I don't know, what kind of person are you? Like, <laughs> yeah. who like who are you who thinks that playing loud house music outside uh, a terraced house block with loudspeakers and what what does it do for the people? Like, I just love to know. know I's it's a chippy. I've, I've spoken to it before. Oh, uh, okay. So anyway, that's kind of a challenge, I guess. I'd love to get your thoughts. So we kind of talked about diet and exercise and stuff. And there seems to be a, a a craze nowadays. Every podcast is sponsored by Zoe. Have you heard of Zoe? Oh God! Um, and then oh, somebody we God. follow on on Instagram was posting. Was it yesterday? A couple of days ago, he got his um, his oh, diet. Like what is what the, what the hell do you call it? Into- intolerance tests. He, he, oh yes, he went here. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on like the whole intoler- tolerance thing, diet, and then the Zoe thing, your blood test, and so the thing with it, like people genuinely have food intolerances. Like you got lactose intolerance. People are egg intolerant, um, gluten intolerant. You know. Yeah, celiac disease is a real thing. Like my father-in-law's. Yeah, it, 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 it all exists, right? But a lot of these uh, these intolerance tests run off of like uh, antibody reactions, and you can have antibody reactions absent of actually having an intolerance. So it you know one thing it unfortunately does is especially in an un- untrained environment is just make people scared of eating certain foods. Yeah. Yeah. So you get this kind of orthorexic behavior, which is an unhealthy obsession with healthy food. So, I mean, whatever. The Zoe thing. The Zoe thing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, explain to the viewers what it is, or the listeners what it is. Uh, So the Zoe thing is a... um, Basically, it's used by diabetics. So if you're a type 1 diabetic, your pancreas doesn't work properly. So you require insulin to help keep level your blood sugar levels. So you eat some food, your blood sugar levels go up, your pancreas releases some insulin, which brings down the blood glucose to a healthy, respectable level. It's like a five or something, I think, on a blood glucose monitor. Now, diabetics will use uh, this amazing technology, have it on their arm, it will take blood samples very regularly through this little puck thing, and on their phone, they'll have an app that will show them their blood sugar levels. And it'll tell them pretty conveniently, rather than having to pierce their finger every sort of hour, conveniently what level they're at in terms of their blood sugar. So they know if they need to take a dose of insulin to be able to sort of bring it down. Great technology, right? Amazing. Yeah. For diabetics. People who have diabetes. Right? A genetic condition <laughs> that's... <laughs> They can't do anything about it. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's this trend of people wanting to measure their blood glucose levels who don't who aren't diabetic. 
And then they'll use that data to then influence potentially what they eat. Yeah, yeah. But you know what happens, Neil, in healthy individuals when they eat? Blood, blood glucose goes up. Yeah, naturally. So what? what so what are you monitoring? <laughs> that you've eaten? But uh, is it not that there's a big spike? I don't know. Sure. D- different foods Different foods have different loads. <laughs> of course they do. Like, for example, uh, whey protein has a similar glucose load or response as sugar. Wow. White potato, similarly. Right? So, so it's like, what, what are you telling yourself? You're telling yourself that you've eaten something, so your glucose has gone up, and then what happens is your body brings it back down again. Yeah. So it's it's you're essentially just measuring something unnecessarily. You know, you 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 it's this 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 kind of like trend of data tracking feels unnecessary. Like yeah. if I if I wake up and I feel tired, I m- might not have slept enough. <laughs> yeah. But but does that does that mean like oh, you know what I planned to run today, but my HRV uh, so that takes into account my resting heart rate and then sleep and all this kind of stuff and like my readiness levels and all that kind of thing. It says I <laughs> need to rest. You're going into the whoop. But, but Monday is the only day that I can go for a run because in the gap between Olivia going for a nap and then waking up, that's the time that I can actually go for a run. The rest of it, I can't. And then the rest of the week, I'm doing something else. But my order ring says that my readiness score is is two, so I need to rest. <laughs> what are you going to do, Neil? <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. I agree. You know, and the same the same thing. Like you use your Zoe thing, right? And you track this your your blood glucose spikes after you've had a a pretty heavy meal. What are you gonna do? Stop eating potatoes? Well, I think that's what it stop. that's what it is designed to try and eliminate foods. But why would you stop eating potatoes, Neil? Yeah. Under what under what world are we living in that you shouldn't eat a potato? Or drink whey protein. <laughs> or drink whey protein. Like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing that, for example, uh, sugar sweetened beverages, so Coke, full fat Coke, like we we shouldn't be drinking that really, right? So in ad lib situations, so in situations where people are freely eating whatever they want, when you include sugar added beverages, it pushes the amount of calories, the amount of uh, energy that someone consumes, it pushes up high into a surplus, which then helps them gain weight. So when you're free tracking, you're not you're, when you're freely living, you're not tracking anything, you're not doing whatever. If you drink sugary drinks, it's probably going to cause you to gain weight. Yeah, because of the extra calories and the extra load. But people who jab Zoe's into their arm probably don't drink full fat folk. <laughs> and are probably relatively healthy. They probably eat vegetables, yes. They probably already exercise. They're probably quite rich. They probably don't smoke. They probably don't drink too much. They probably got a bunch of friends. You know what all that does? Makes you healthier, live, live longer. Because it's, it's not cheap. Like I, I looked into it, and I don't know, three, four hundred quid for a twelve week pack. Pointless. <laughs> totally pointless. Yeah. Like unless you're a diabetic, if you're worried about being a diabetic, you go to your doctor, and the doctor will help you. Yeah. If you're outside of that, it's an utter waste of money. I mean, you can even like you can get a blood glucose monitor, just when you pick your finger and do it for like fifteen quid. Yeah. On Amazon, if you really wanted to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's just the if to me to me if you were going to spend three or four hundred pounds, I'd either double it and then go and get a full health screen once every couple of years, 
when you yeah. get your bloods done you get an ecg you get a finger up your bum uh you get like i don't know liver checks and urine samples and poo samples and all sorts of bits and pieces you get a full like health mot thing i don't i don't see that as a bad then you go see a doctor right you go see someone who's medically qualified <laughs> and, you, and you you get them to sort of assess and just make sure everything's all right yeah you know check your cholesterol do all those kind of bits and pieces yeah nah like just this kind of shit it's funny how i was like this is another funny thing that i was talking to a some random random guy he's a doctor and a physiotherapist he um he was talking about some weird shit that someone was a huberman there you go that was him he's another one these days or oh, you shouldn't drink coffee for the first two hours or 90 minutes from waking there is no evidence whatsoever to support that none none and in fact, coffee, caffeine, helps offset potentially the kind of circadian rhythm issues that you can experience uh, when you wake up early to go and like exercise. Yeah. So the grogginess that you feel, that, that circadian rhythm issue, if you have coffee, it helps basically kind of suppress that grogginess and essentially allow you to train. And train at a higher level than you would if you hadn't had coffee. So please tell me why. <laughs> 90 minutes. So that, it's that kind of thing. So what my point of being is that we're talking about is this is kind of like 10-year cycle, right? It's these 10-year cycles of everybody's on the straight and narrow, calories matter, moving more, exercise, yada, yada. And then we slowly creep into like this nonsense, absolute fucking dog shit advice. Yeah. To the point where you've got Eddie, Eddie Abu or whatever his name is walking around the supermarket going, <laughs> going, you know, this anything that says slim on it or anything that says diet on it or anything that says you know fiber one on it or anything that says cereal <laughs> on it you're all gonna die yeah if it's got more than one ingredient you're gonna die if you eat it eat avocados instead from a man who injected himself with uh exogenous untested <laughs> drugs Pretty so gross. i think we just go through these cycles neil to be honest yeah um and it's just it it, it just doesn't end um and especially, like the keto especially diet money's involved as well yeah yeah there's you know yeah it's just a it's a weird it's just because sometimes like sometimes i think pe people just don't think that mission missionary is enough yeah right they think they need to do all sorts of like acrobatics in the bedroom <laughs> for it to be a wholesome fun relationship yeah do you know what i mean and that's kind of what nutrition's like. It's like, you know what? If I eat vegetables with or vegetables or fruit or some sort of health, something I look at and I go, that looks healthy with every single meal. That's just not sexy enough, Neil. What I've got to do is I've got to monitor my blood glucose. And put it in an app and track it all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I am curious about the idea of technology kind of going down that route where we have like a microchip or something in us that does monitor us. For stuff that probably would matter, like if you have a congenital heart problem. Yeah, or your um, blood cell levels and stuff. That yeah, can... like that that kind of thing would be quite good, you know, because it would mean that you could probably catch potential cancers and yeah. uh, all sorts of other nefarious sort of um, conditions pretty quickly. But we're not that at, at that stage yet. I think we do have some things like pacemakers that are kind of connected to... Um, to hospitals and they, they basically just yeah. tell you to come in because there's been something a bit weird yeah they can alert like that stuff's that is cool like that stuff is that saves lives um sticking something like zoe in your arm does not save your life it's it, it annoys me that the people like huberman and even um what's his name williamson chris williamson and stuff they sell oh, out, yeah. they sell out to these things like ag1 and zoe and that that annoys me 
the like people that you kind of you trust because of the content they've produced and the people they interview and the way they interview and their style have now got AG1 sponsoring their, their podcast. Because, because it's, it's never-ending, though. It, the unfortunate fact is that you can't, you can't verify everything everyone says. Yeah. Like, Chris, Chris Williamson, he'll get paid very handsomely from AG1. It's also not necessarily a terrible product. Just you know. overpriced. Yeah, massively overpriced, but so is so much stuff yeah, that we buy. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, like this laptop I'm sat doing is four, it cost me four grand or something stupid. Like it didn't cost that to build it, did it? <laughs> yeah. But equally, you know, yeah. So so that kind of thing. So it's not like AG1's bad, it's just that it it I can't see how it's beneficial. Do you know what I mean? It's like that middle line of, sure, you could take it, it might make you feel a bit better or it might make you a bit healthier, but you're never going to know that because even vegetables, for example, vegetables, people who eat vegetables are healthier, but that's correlation, not causation. Like you can't deprive a human being for his entire lifetime of vegetables and then figure out whether or not the one who ate vegetables died sooner or not. Yeah. You, can't, you can't study that. So it's like consuming a vegetable doesn't necessarily mean you're healthier. It's just prob it probably means you're healthier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with AG AG1. It's like it might make you a bit healthier. It's not going to make you more unhealthy because the dosing of things like vitamins and stuff is not atrocious or or silly. But it it's just I, I for a hundred quid a month or whatever it costs. It's like it's not it's not going to add a hundred pounds worth of health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's stuff like stuff like that. I still I still get kind of uh, bees in my bonnet about stuff like that, but. It's yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I and I get drawn in sometimes, O'Neill. We've got to navigate this life with or the, these things with our kids as well. Um, they're going to be listening to these podcasts that are getting advertised. These things, and we never had that kind of thing. We never had AG One or Zoe Tab. No, we did. Oh, I bought all sorts of crap, Neil. Did you? Oh no, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I bought... do remember your green powder. Actually, I bought every supplement you could possibly <laughs> imagine. <laughs> yeah. Because because you, you, you almost have to go through that though, Neil, don't you? Yeah, you've got to go through it too. you got to go through the nuts phase. And that's like, there's a, actually, there's a there's a YouTube video. Uh, I'm going to find it now. It's by a guy called Philion. Have you heard of him? Like OG of YouTube, like really old school. He's pretty, pretty OG, yeah. And he does, he does pretty high, um, high numbers. But he did a video about the fitness industry and like three different categories. And the three different categories are essentially like Gymshark bros, right? Kind of pretty boys. Then you've got like the junky steroid guys. And then you've just got dads. <laughs> <laughs> and those dads, yeah, those dads are just, you know, people who turn up to the gym and don't give a flying fuck about <laughs> yeah. what's happening. You know, they probably they probably trained for like 20 years, 30 years. They don't take any shitty supplements. They don't do anabolic windows. They don't do like special workout routines. Coffee they just after go, two hours, waking. Yeah. They just go, they go to the gym three or four times a week and they lift weights and they're in good shape and they turn up in like a t-shirt that's, you know, as old as they are, uh, and trainers that are as old as they are. That's brilliant. And they just, yeah. they, they, they've got, over, they've gone so far into it that they're at the other end and they're basically just normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I'll have to find it in uh, in. Oh yeah, the, fi the fitness fitness flop. It's called. Put it in the show notes. 
it's it's at yeah, so it's Philion, P H I L I O N, Fitness Flop, the Fitness Industry. And it's is one of the best depictions. Yeah, so he calls uh, different people different there's like sorry, there's four different groups. There's the lost ones, hopeful ones, delusional ones, and the enlightened ones. <laughs> and dads are basically the enlightened ones. <laughs> and it's uh it's fantastic. It's a really, really good YouTube video, and, and anyone who's interested in fitness, you should watch it. So yeah, Philion, uh, fitness flop, the fitness industry. It's uh, it's gold. It's really gold. Nice. Do you want, do you want me to send it to you? I'll check that. Out. Yeah, send it to me in iMessage. I'll have a send watch. It to you iMessage. Did Did anyone else who's listening to this right? So I've got about f- three or four different ways to message me, and for some reason, Neil only messaged me on iMessage. Everyone else messages me on WhatsApp. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've got WhatsApp on my laptop as well. don't know why I've kind of defaulted to iMessage. You're the only one that uses iMessage, Neil. Me and you, like you're literally the only person that uses iMessage with me. So I get that from my, my boss, Lindsay. She, we've got WhatsApp, but I always iMessage her. She's like, stop iMessaging me. Just chat to her. It's fair. You should listen to her, Neil. I'd be on board with that too. Cameron said the same thing. Yeah. You're the weirdo. You're, you're like the Android user of iPhoneers. Uh, anyway. Anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to add to the uh, Developing Dads podcast, Neil? No, I think that was a, a, a crazy topic. Just everything and, every, everything and anything in the random dad chat we've had. It's been good catching up. It's um, hopefully we can get back into the swing of things. We were meant to be doing one next week face to face, but I don't think Gordon's going to manage to commit because he's a busy man. I could probably commit one to you, but it's just trying to get the guest organised. That's the problem. Okay, well, yeah, let's maybe try. Let's, let's maybe down Wednesday, down Wednesday, Thursday, so we can maybe try and get one in. All right, all right. Thanks for listening. Um, you can check us out on Instagram. Developing Dads. I haven't posted a reel in three, four weeks, but maybe I'll try. Try now after I've I've got back into the swing of recording one. Um, YouTube is is on firing on all cylinders. We're releasing one every week because there's a bit of a backlog, so I think they're still going out until mid November, which is nice. Um, yeah, give us a five star review on Spotify, Instagram, whatever that'll do. I've lost it. You just you just get, you get so excited about life. It's like towards the end of it, you're like, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram, <laughs> and then we can have a chat about something. Not like quite. That. I start like that, but maybe not finish like that. Are you going to get, do you reckon you'll get the SM7B, uh, the new, that microphone I sent you? You remember the one that's got the preamp thing? Oh. Like, it's like the knees, knees, bees, knees uh, microphone. <laughs> Don't know. Maybe for Christmas. Yeah, you should do. That'd be nice. I mean, you don't know, the, the, the pod sounds pretty good though, to be fair, just with these microphones, right? Maybe the, maybe there's, maybe the Shure SM7B thing is, uh, is a bit like a Zoe. <laughs> and on that note thanks for listening right cheers see you later